is the Go Blue Crew. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Go Blue Crew. I'm Tyler Fenwick with Derek Devine. Derek, Michigan is the lone Big Ten team left in the NCAA tournament going to the Sweet 16 where where they will face Florida State. Had trouble getting that one out. Uh, I texted you. I was at the LSU game in the second round. This is at Lucas Oil Stadium. Were you jealous? Because that was my intent. I'll never get jealous. Oh, really? No, uh, yeah, I was really jealous. Got a, got you know, kind of message out of the blue. I was thinking, like, oh, you know, he's gonna kind of express some of his, you know, second round nerves. And next thing you know, it's a picture of you at the arena. I thought, oh, nice, uh, nice little flex. Yeah, that's what. Uh, yeah, exactly. A nice little flex. It just happens, you know. I live in Indianapolis. Uh, uncle ran into some tickets. I had been checking StubHub uh, just for fun, but it just didn't seem worth it to me. Then I get that text, you in? I'm like, heck yeah, I'm in. And it was just a classic. One of the great Michigan games um, of any sport that I've ever been to. And I've been to some really good ones, I'm not going to lie. But that was just awesome to be at. And, uh, you know, it was one of those things where even if they if they had lost, it would have taken me a few days, maybe even, you know, a week or so. But eventually I would have just been like, it was cool to be there. It was cool to see a game like that. And, of course, it just is so much better that Michigan won 86-78. Did you see anything in that game that makes you hopeful that maybe we were underselling this Michigan team without Isaiah Livers? Yeah, a little bit. I think the way they responded to, you know, what I believe was some of LSU's best basketball, maybe not of the season, but, you know, LSU playing at their best to start that game. A guy like Cam Thomas, you know, being unstoppable. It seemed like they weren't missing any shots. They were pulling down boards uh, and Michigan really couldn't get anything going. And so that Michigan team, you know, to start the game looked like a team without Isaiah Livers, but the way they bounced back, you know, kind of withstood some of the blows, the big runs back and forth first half and, and started the second half and then ultimately pulled away. You know, I don't want to say, you know, that they wouldn't, you know, they'd obviously really benefit from Isaiah Livers. I don't even know if though that game is any closer if Isaiah Livers is in just because I think of the way, you know, LSU started is going to, no matter who played against them, you know, that was a tough, tough start to have to go up against. Um, but yeah, moving forward, Isaiah Livers still makes them better, but I do think they showed just enough to where I'd have confidence, you know, moving forward that they can win games. Now we'll see what the matchup is. You know, you've got Florida state, obviously, um, to get by first. And then it's either going to be UCLA, uh, kind of a surprise and, and Alabama a team that's been solid all year. So when I look at, you know, the next two games, I think, okay, you know, two games in a couple-a-day period, three-day period, you know, those are winnable games even without Isaiah Livers. You know, when you look at, you know, maybe facing a Gonzaga, um, who's probably most likely to come out um, of the West, you know, I I start to wonder, okay, are they good enough to beat a team, you know, as well-balanced as that? Are they good enough to beat a team like a Baylor that's playing really good basketball um, and is, you know, solid all the way around? So, saw a lot that I liked and, you know, what a game to be at, you know, what a game in general, anytime you can be at a tournament game, 
uh, super fun, you know, to be one of the, you know, handful of Michigan fans, I think even more unique. So you definitely saw a classic. Yeah, it was so much fun leaving Lucas Oil Stadium, which is, of course, huge. And so I think it's like 25% capacity, but it still seems like like everyone is so spaced out. But then leaving, uh, it was like leaving a Michigan football game after a big win. Like people were cheering, uh, singing the victors and all that. It was a lot of fun. Florida State, you know, if you remember back in 2018, uh, in the in the Sweet 16, also Michigan won 58-54, and even though you know we obviously don't spend a lot of time watching Florida State basketball throughout the season, this current team reminds me of the team Michigan played in 2018. In that you know, we're talking about them as being a big, physical, athletic team that 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 might give Michigan uh, some problems just because of their athleticism. And I, I, I remember being worried in 2018, like, oh, crap, you know, uh, it, it, it would be like this kind of uh, uh, stumbling block for Michigan, you know, to just run into a team that, that outlasts you physically. Are you getting the same kind of vibes? Am I making this up? I, yeah, I know it's been a few years, but I feel like there's some similarities. Yeah, I think it's actually like – I don't know if you said Sweet 16 or Elite 8. but Sweet 16, I, you know, I, right? Yeah, I believe it was an Elite 8 game oh. heading into the Final Four because I just saw um, you know, a, a little clip of John Beeline talking about um, Duncan Robinson's shot that I think put him up 10. Um, and then they even, you know, they cut the cut the gap down to, you know, four, six or four. Or, you know, was, the final score ended up being um, pretty close. Uh, but yeah, no, I think you're spot on. Uh, I, I think that that's just kind of, you know, the team that Florida State has been over the last few years, a bunch of athletic guys who can score, who can defend, you know, very physical team. I think this year they can even shoot the ball a little better. Um, And so, you know, I think as Juwan Howard continues to coach um, Michigan and, you know, you can even go back to the John Beeline days because they weren't, you know, that far or long ago, especially if we, you know, just talked about this matchup in 2018, you know, Beeline kind of had like his team once in a while, there were a few things that were different and he tweaked a few things, but you know, Florida state, this team looks as good as any of the good Florida state teams in the past. Um, and, and I think that, you know, this becomes a difficult matchup when a team like Florida state, you know, is as talented as they are and as healthy as they seem to be, at least compared to, you know, Michigan having a star player still out. So it's going to be, I think, another classic game. I don't know if the pace will be as crazy as the, you know, the Michigan-LSU game. I think this is going to be, you know, a lower-scoring matchup. Uh, two defenses really needing to step up. Uh, hopefully a guy like 100 Dickinson um, can really, you know, assert himself even against other, um, you know, guys who are, you know, also tall, also athletic, you know, also very talented. Yeah, Florida State, you know, one of the things, one of the, one of their uh, deficiencies is, is they do turn the ball over uh, more than you would care for if you're a Seminoles fan. Twenty percent of possessions, but Michigan's defense doesn't create a lot of turnovers, and, and they don't create a lot of steals. So I think Florida State may get off there a little easier than uh, you might hope because Michigan's defense, all in all, has been pretty good. It's just they don't create a lot of turnovers, and that's an area where initially I was, you know, thinking, okay, cool. Like maybe that's a, 
a little bit of an advantage for Michigan. I, you know, it'd be great, but I kind of doubt it. Other than that, like Florida State is a pretty efficient offense. Defensively, pretty much the same thing. They do give up quite a few offensive rebounds, but, uh, you know, perhaps that's something Michigan can take advantage of. Quick crash course, I guess, because like I said, it's not like we're sitting around watching Florida State basketball all the time. But MJ Walker, the senior guard, he's 6'5", 213 pounds. Uh, he gets just over 12 a game. And he also, he, I mean, at 6'5", you know, he, he can definitely get inside um, and, and take advantage of his size on, on other guards. But he's also 43% from behind the arc. It's just a well-rounded, very versatile player. So uh, he'll be, you know, just one of the Florida State players to be worried about, I guess. I was going to say keep your eye on, but uh, this is a Sweet 16, so you got to do a little more than keep your eye on somebody you got to be concerned in my opinion but do you see Michigan uh, any any particular player kind of surging ahead I mean we saw Shondi Brown do quite a bit against LSU uh, and Eli Brooks did amazing too it's just we we see it a little more from Eli Brooks but uh, and then you know Franz Wagner had a nice late surge like, do you see anybody really asserting themselves yeah I think you know whether it's Shondi Brown doing something similar to he did the last game, maybe not as many points or, um, you know, Brandon Johns. I think between the two of those guys, you know, Shawnee Brown joined a team that had a lot of talent at that position. Um, and now he has a chance to, you know, come in off the bench, off the bench still and, and play an even bigger role. Uh, Brandon Johns, you know, as a guy we've been looking at to kind of take off, you know, for several years now. And I feel like with John's, you know, being confident, I'm looking pretty good overall in his minutes, um, especially the increased minutes. You know, he's saying he's confident. You know, I think a guy like that really needs to step up. You know, the they, Juwan Howard said this. You know, the the margin of error is you know so much smaller with Isaiah Livers out. But if you can have a guy like a Brandon John step up and even play you know, 15% better than usual. And you have Shawnee Brown come in and score, you know, five, six, seven, eight more points than usual. I mean, you're making up for, you know, a lot there. You know, Isaiah Levers, obviously, you know, throughout the season, probably Michigan's best player overall, just because he was, you know, decently consistent. But Livers has had some quiet nights, a quieter nights, I guess I should say, in some of Michigan's victories. And so, you know, Michigan has the players who can, you know, step up, you know, increase their role on the team, you know, do enough damage like a Hunter Dickinson or a Franz Wagner, you know, for him, I don't recommend, you know, waiting so long to take over, but at least it came at a good time and a win against LSU. But, you know, at the same time, you know, they, they took some punches against LSU. They found a way to win. This Florida state team is a better team. I think LSU could score as good as anybody in the country, but, you know, Florida state can score and defend, uh, you know, both. And, and I think that, you know, you say, you could say that every team in the tournament thinks they have a chance to, to win the whole thing. But I think Florida state, you know, even though more of a long shot, they definitely do have the talent to pull it off. And, and just like Michigan, you know, this is why these teams met in the elite eight in 2018, you know, they felt like they've gotten pretty close. Um, and, you know, obviously just a couple of wins away from, from a final four or one win away in 2018, even. So, you know, this is a team well-coached, um, full of a lot of talent and, you know, guys hungry to, to take down a number one seed. Uh, two more things I want to get to quick before we sign off here. Are we worried about Mike Smith? He had a couple late turnovers, didn't look 
overly confident out there and Juwan Howard pulled him out. Are, are, are we worried there or was that just a fluke? I think you got to, if you are worried, I think you've got to move on from that. You need Mike Smith out there. Um, you know, Eli Brooks really stepped up. He looked really good, but you don't want to have him have to run the point um, solely on his own because Mike Smith's not being effective. So, you know, this could be a product of this scene is completely new to Mike Smith. Um, and, you know, hopefully with a couple of games under his belt, another week of practice, even more than a week of practice technically, um, you know, he's going to come come out and he's probably going to be outmatched a little bit at that position. But this is a guy with a lot of basketball experience, a lot of scoring experience, and he's been a really great facilitator this year. So, you know, I didn't like what I saw against LSU when it, when it came to, you know, kind of breaking down Mike Smith's game. But I think, you know, he's got something left in the tank to show us that, you know, he's obviously will continue to be a, a monumental piece um, to the puzzle. Yeah, that's a good point. Even though Mike Smith is a veteran guy, he does not have postseason experience. And so it is a, a, a new beast for him to tackle just personally getting over that. Last thing, I had Michigan losing this game against Florida State. I can't remember what you said when we talked about this. What? How far did you have Michigan going? Yeah, I've, I've still, you know, obviously I still have them because you can't change your picks, but I've got them all the way, you know. And that's I, right. That's that was right. kind of on a, you know, a hope and a prayer and, you know, kind of knowing that they could technically do it. And 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 I honestly think that it's possible. You know, the way the tournament's shaking up, you know, you can look at it one way of, hey, you know, some good teams have gone down and, and Michigan has a chance to maybe have a little bit lighter of a path, maybe not like some of the paths we've seen. Um, and you know, then part of it's like, Hey, again, good teams have lost. And so Michigan could go down, but you know, at least if they lose at this point, you know, you're losing to a good Florida state, you're likely losing to, you know, a good Alabama or, you know, a UCLA team that's really turned it on with a couple of star players. So, you know, I've seen some people say, Hey, should we, you know, be happy with what's happened? And, you know, you always want more. Um, I think one more victory, uh, would, would probably, you know, make the season be, you know, even more special. Obviously the longer they, the more they win, the longer they last, the, the better it is, but all things considered, uh, if you can, you know, make it to the elite eight without a star player, Isaiah livers, and, and that's the point you get bounced. I think it's still an incredible season. So I've got them winning. I think they can win. You know, I like the next two matchups, no matter who the team is next um, if they do beat Florida State. So you just got to hope they can play good ball and, and contain a, a very talented Florida State team. You know, I had, like I said, Michigan losing this game. Um, I feel more confident than I did at the beginning of the tournament that Michigan can win this game. But I guess, you know, for the sake of my points, uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, just going to say Michigan, I think, loses the game. But that's just for the sake of my points. You know, I want to be and the higher percent on, on ESPN's bracket challenge is what it all comes down to. It's, it's nothing yeah. personal. And I put I Florida think... state in the national championship as kind of a consolation prize. Wow. I like it. All my final yeah. four teams are alive, by the way. Sticking, sticking to your guns. I've got all, got all but one. I lost okay. out on Illinois. I should have never picked them. I hate Illinois this year. They're worse than Michigan state side note. Um, you know, last thought on, and just kind of the path, you know, Michigan obviously had the easier, uh, first round matchup, you know, those 16 seeds, there's a reason they usually don't beat a one seed. Um, and then, you know, they, they faced a pretty good LSU team, you know, Florida state, you know, took care of 
business. You know, it was a 10-point game against UNC Greensboro. There were some points of that game where it was a little questionable, but just flat-out dominated Colorado in the second half. And that Colorado team, you know, played really well against a hot Georgetown team. So to see Florida State win in dominating fashion, you know, they're entering this game with a lot of confidence. So now you've got a good team with a lot of confidence against a, you know, a great team. Uh, with a, with a man down, so it's gonna be you know hopefully a battle, and you know hey maybe you'll get that UN text again and you can check it out. Yeah, I should clarify. I should rephrase what I said earlier. Of course, I don't hope Michigan loses. That would be ridiculous. Uh, it's more like since I already picked them to lose to Florida State in my bracket, it's like if it happens, I'll move on. I'll take the points and move on. That's all I meant. Uh. This is a what time? A 5 p.m. tip on Sunday. Uh, it's at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. Not that that really matters, but at least a, a traditional basketball venue. We don't have to you know, worry about anything in a huge stadium like at the, the at Lucas Oil. So 5 p.m. CBS. Hopefully after then we're talking uh, about Michigan's trip to the Final Four. That'd be awesome. So we'll see you next week. And whatever happens, happens. But take care and go blue. Blue.